the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Historic Christian position on certain doctrines and Orthodox Christian truth, the foundational issues uh, of, you know, the the Bible being the Word of God and and God being a trinity and Jesus being the virgin-born Son of God who went to Calvary and died vicariously for us and was raised again bodily from the dead. These folks that he's talking to are beyond that. They already have the fundamentals of Christian uh, doctrine down. Paul zeroes in on six specific areas that as believers we don't need to be ignorant of. In fact, we we don't dare be ignorant of. Six specific areas that he takes special notice because these areas are, are special focuses of the satanic policy of evil against members of the body of Christ, against your spiritual life. And if he can keep you confused about these things, he can keep you uh, in the dark as far as uh, as being oriented to God's grace for you and what God's doing today. Now, maybe you're listening to our study today, and, and you're not really a believer. Maybe you're saying, well, you know, uh, Brother Jordan, I'm not really uh, a, a saved person today. According to the polls that are made of, of Christian uh, radio stations and the audiences that listen to them, as many as 36 percent, that's 36 out of every 100 people that listen to Christian radio, are not even professing believers. Now, many of those that are professing believers aren't really possessing believers. But uh, even if 36%, that's over a third. So I'm conscious of the fact that many people will be listening to what I'm saying today. And you're not really into Bible study. You're not really sure of your own sins being forgiven. You're not really sure what you ought to believe. Well, I make no apologies about having a Bible study program. That's what this is. This program is geared for people that want to study the Word of God, that want to be serious students of God's Word. There are all kind of other programs out there for other people. This program is uh, is designed to study God's Word in detail and to get the profit out of God's Word the way God said to get it out. Now, if you're not sure of your own personal salvation, can I say to you that this is the kind of program you need to be listening to? Because there are some things, especially these issues, that Paul says don't be ignorant of. There are some some areas that are clearly deficient in historic Christian doctrine and in the historic Christian tradition and in the historic Christian position. And and the one we're going to look at today is one of them. So you could you could kind of cut through religious tradition and denominational doctrines and the various philosophies of Christian camps and get right to the Bible. And if that's where you are today, saved or lost, that's where your mind needs to focus. If you're not a saved person, you don't know for sure that your sins are forgiven, that, you're, that you have a home in heaven as a free gift from God, and that salvation is yours. Eternal life is a present possession that you have. You need to get in the Word of God. You listen at the end of the program. I'll give you a phone number to call and an address to write. And we'll, we'll be glad to send you information to, about the specific things that are on your mind. But you listen as we study, and you'll see that God's Word does make sense and does lay out, not the confusion that you see in Christendom. Everybody's saying they believe the Bible, preach the Bible, and go by the Bible, and yet teaching a myriad uh, of different things. 
But you'll see there is one clear, consistent message about God's wonderful grace in the Word of God, and you can believe it. And if you're a believer, can I say to you that these six areas of of instruction are vital for your spiritual health? We looked at the first one last week in Romans chapter 1, verse 13. Today we're going to move on to Romans chapter 11, verse 25, where Paul has this second, I would not have you to be ignorant statement, the second essential thing for you to understand. Romans 11, verse number 25, For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. Notice very clearly that this mystery has to do with Israel, the nation Israel, and the mystery program as revealed through the Apostle Paul. You know, my friend, you're never going to understand the Bible until you understand Israel and the mystery. And that verse, when it talks about, I don't want you to be ignorant about this mystery, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles become in. Paul said, I don't want you to misunderstand what is going on with the nation Israel during the dispensation of grace. Now, can I say to you that this this mystery, this issue here of Israel and the mystery, and Paul's statement that we should not be ignorant of it, that statement clearly demonstrates a basic deficiency of the so-called historic Christian position. Now, you'll hear folks uh, uh, defending their doctrine by referring to the historic Christian position, and that, well, here's a doctrine that hasn't been historically taught through the ages by, uh, by the church and so forth. And yet this verse right here is, is, is an issue that when you look at it, you immediately say this, this issue of Israel and the mystery is completely missing from the so-called historic Christian tradition. You take a, a book of systematic theology, for example. I have them on my library shelf. Systematic theologians, they, they, they've, they've gathered together the, the, uh, the understanding that, that has been developed of God and salvation and what God's doing. And you look in a systematic theology book, there'll be, there'll be uh, uh, chapters on, uh, on theology, that is the study of God, on angelology, the study of angels in the spirit world. There'll be studies on anthropology, on man and, and what man's situation is. There'll be studies on soteriology or salvation and how that outworks. There'll be studies on eschatology, the study of last things, on ecclesiology, the study of the church. But you know, in all those ologies, in every th- systematic theology book I've ever looked at, and I've been, I've been saved this year 40 years, and I've been studying the Bible for 40 years, and I've been looking at systematic theology books for about 38 of those 40 years, and I go to, I, you know, I, I preach in a lot of places all across the country and, and, I've, and around the world, and when I'm in a preacher's home, I go to his study, and I'm looking at his books. That's sort of, you know, that's just the corn of, of life that I travel in. And I'm, I'm familiar with what's in systematic theology books. And if you doubt me, you go look yourself. And if you are familiar, you know there's one category that isn't, that's never listed, and that's what I guess you could call Israelology. You'll get theology and angelology and anthropology and, and soteriology and ecclesiology and eschatology, but there won't be any Israelology. Paul said, I don't want you to be ignorant of Israel. 
and the mystery. I don't want you to be ignorant of where the nation Israel is and what's happened to her and why it is that God is no longer dealing through her in the dispensation of grace. In fact, that is such an important issue to the Apostle Paul that in the book of Romans, he dedicates three whole chapters to that issue. Chapters 9, 10, and 11. And just as we saw last week and the week before, in Romans chapter 1, verse 13, when Paul says, I don't want you to be ignorant of my Gentile apostleship and authority for edification... He doesn't mention that until he gets well into a discussion of it. He's 13 verses in, into talking about his apostleship and, and introducing things before he mentions it. So it is in Romans 11.25. He's been discussing Israel for two and a half chapters before he ever says this. It's something that, that, that is, is extremely important for him to dedicate three whole chapters. In fact, the book of Romans, just to review with you for a moment, is in four sections. There are four foundation principles of grace to which you need to be oriented. And chapter 1 to 5, justification by grace through faith alone in Christ alone. Chapter 6, 7, and 8 is the issue of sanctification by grace in our identification with Christ and the new identity that we have in him where we're free from sin, free from the law, and empowered by the Spirit of God. And then how you've been equipped to live on planet Earth for the glory of God. And then Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11, he deals with the dispensation of grace and how the nation Israel's status has been changed during the dispensation of grace. And you'll notice he says, blindness in part has happened to Israel. That's what he's been saying to you in chapter 11 here, that verse 11, that through the fall of Israel, salvation has come to the Gentiles. Not Israel's rise to kingdom glory, but through her fall. Not through the fulfilling of, her prop, of, of, of the promises of her prophets and the covenants that God made with their fathers, but through their fall. And then he says, until the fullness of the Gentiles become in. You see, the heart of the mystery has to do with the fact that God has set the nation Israel aside and is now f- forming the fullness of the Gentiles. He's filling up another agency of people with Gentiles, who then it's called the church, the body of Christ, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. That fullness of the Gentiles, that's an interesting expression. Um, the idea, the, the, the term there, fullness, back in verse 12, is identified and defined for you as, as salvation. If the fall of Israel be the, the riches of the world and the diminishing of them, the riches of the Gentiles, how much more their fullness, how much more they're, they're coming to a fulfillment of their promises and their, and their program of their salvation? Well, the fullness of the Gentiles, God is forming, he set the nation Israel aside, in their blindness, in their unbelief, and is now forming another agency, the church, the body of Christ. And he's filling it up with people from any nation, Jew, Gentile, bond or free, anyone can come. The ground is level today at the foot of the cross, and anyone can come and become a member of the church, the body of Christ, get a new identity in Christ, be a part of the new creation that God is making, the new creature in Christ Jesus. And God is doing that because this new agency, the body of Christ, is going to fill up some positions that he, uh, of government in the ages to come that the nation Israel won't be able to accomplish. Now, what God's doing today is until... He's changed, he set Israel, the nation Israel aside until the fullness of the Gentiles become it. In other words, God isn't through with Israel. 
And that's the major blunder. That's the major mistake. That's the major uh, uh, deficiency of the historic Christian position and, and doctrine and scholarship. They forgot that God isn't through with Israel. That's why verse 26 says, And so, that is when the current dispensation of grace is over with, all Israel shall be saved as it is written. For this is my covenant with them when I shall take away their sins. You see, God gave to the nation Israel a wonderful, privileged position. Paul started out, Romans chapter 9, with that issue. He says about Israel in Romans chapter 9, verse number 4, who are Israelites, to whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises, whose are the fathers, and of whom, as concerning the flesh, Christ came, who is over all, God blessed forever. Amen. God had given to the nation Israel, all through your Bible, this wonderful position of being the agency through whom he worked in the earth. God promised Adam and Eve that, that or he warned Satan, in fact, in Genesis 3.15, that the seed of the woman would come and provide redemption from, Satan, from, from captivity to Satan's uh, rebellious program. The seed of the woman became the seed of Abraham, became the nation Israel. And that seed of Abraham, the, the nation Israel, the promises that he made unto the fathers, he, he spoke it by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. And Paul says, Israel is going to be saved just like the prophets said they would be, because this is my covenant with them. Now today, in the dispensation of the grace, the nation Israel has been set aside. God has interrupted his program and purpose with the nation Israel. He suspended his dealings with the nation Israel and held that, that program back through the fall of Israel, not Israel's rise into her promised blessings, but by God setting her aside. He's formed another agency, the body of Christ. Verse 28 of Romans 11 says, As concerning the gospel, they, Israel, are enemies for your sakes, but as touching the election, their beloved for the Father's sake, for the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. God's purpose for the nation Israel hasn't been canceled, hasn't been done away with, hasn't been transferred to you and me today as members of the body of Christ. It's simply been postponed. He simply interrupted that purpose temporarily, postponed carrying out Israel's program in order to do something else, something that he never told anybody he would do. Paul calls that this mystery. Romans 16, 25, he talks about the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began, but now is made manifest. You see that great contrast between what Peter talks about in Acts 3.21, and if you, if you want to get a blessing out of God's Word that'll last forever, you write down Acts 3.21 and Romans 16.25 and 26. Romans 3, Acts 3.21 and Romans 16.25, and you put those two verses beside each other in your Bible and look at the distinction, the division, and you rightly divide God's Word. You let God's Word be the authority for you. In Acts 3.21, Peter, speaking about and talking about what he's doing and preaching in the early Acts period, 
He talks about that which is spoken by the mouth of all the holy prophets since the world began. Since God put Adam on the earth, he'd been talking about revealing, making known a purpose and a plan in the earth. And that purpose and plan focused on a kingdom that is vested in the nation Israel. And Peter's preaching about that. Now you compare that, God's program with Israel, with his program for the body of Christ, the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began, but now is made manifest. Friend, something that was made known since the world began, spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets, and something that's kept secret since the world began, well, they're not the same. They're different. And Paul says you need to understand God's program with the nation Israel and God's program for the body of Christ, and you need to understand that God isn't through with the nation Israel, that what what's going on today is not the fulfilling of the prophetic program. Today, the nation Israel... Well, he says they're fallen. He says they're enemies uh, for your sakes. That is, they're not, they're, they don't have this privileged status before God any longer in the dispensation of grace. But God will, when the dispensation of grace is over, the body of Christ is completed, God will return and fulfill his promises made to the nation of Israel. In fact, Jeremiah 31 is very clear. Jeremiah 31, 35, he says that, to get rid of Israel, you'd have to destroy the whole universe because the nation Israel, God's purpose in forming that nation, had to do with his purpose in the ordinances of the heavens and the earth, in establishing the universe. It's that closely tied to what God's doing. Well, you need to understand what God's program for the nation Israel is, what his program for us is, so that you can know where you stand in the purpose and program of God. You'll never understand your Bible until you understand Israel and the mystery. Let me give you a free Bible study tape that'll help you. The tape's entitled, The World's Most Dangerous Doctrine. You need to know the differences, what what the differences between Israel and the mystery are, so you can know where you stand in the program of God, who you really are. Next week, we'll see why this mystery is so important. Paul says, I don't want you to be ignorant, lest you be wise in your own conceits, lest you think you're somebody that you're not. And my friend, the great deficiency of of Christianity for 2,000 years has been a failure to rightly divide God's Word and to see clearly our identity as members of the church, the body of Christ. Let me give you this free Bible study tape, The World's Most Dangerous Doctrine. It'll help you to get your feet grounded in truth that God desires for you to have and to know and to understand. To receive your free copy, simply call me here at our toll-free number, 888-535-2300. That's 888-535-2300. Or, of course, you can write me here at the, at, at the Riches of Grace, Box 97, Bloomingdale, Illinois, 60108. That's The Riches of Grace, Box 97, Bloomingdale, Illinois, 60108. My friend, we also want you to know about Grace School of the Bible because we have a we have a rather uniquely designed three-year Bible Institute program available on an extension basis. Our school is is unique in in several ways. First, we 
we follow the Pauline design for the edification of the believer in our curriculum. Rather, rather than patterning our curriculum after the standard systematic theologies that are uh, used by most Bible institutes and Bible schools and seminaries, we, we followed a clearly designed outline and pattern for edification that's found in Paul's epistles. And what that does is it allows students to grow to maturity uh, the Pauline way and, and to quickly be prepared for the ministry that the Lord has for them. Another, another uniqueness of, of Grace School of the Bible is that it's offered on an extension basis through the use of a video. In other words, we, we send the school to you rather than requiring you to come to us. And what that does is allows you to enjoy the regular sound Bible teaching and edification in the comfort and convenience of your own home and to fit it into your own scheduling demands and the, and the ministry that perhaps you already have where you are. If you are or you have ever desired to be a serious student of God's Word, why not call us today for a free catalog? That number again is 888-535-2300. And let me also say thanks to those who are helping us to keep this program on this station. This is uh, genuinely listener-supported radio, and I hope you're encouraged to know that there are folks in your area who love the Word of God rightly divided and who rejoice in the message of grace and the joy of the grace life. My friend, if you don't have a fellowship to attend this week, where the message of grace is taught from the rightly divided word and the grace life is clearly proclaimed, call me, and we'll put you in touch with a group in your area where you can find that fellowship and encouragement. Our number again is 888-535-2300. Or, of course, you can write me at any time at The Riches of Grace, Box 97, Bloomingdale, Illinois, 60108. And friend, if you're still not sure of salvation, that your sins are forgiven, and that you have eternal life as a present possession, be sure to let us know, and we'll be happy to send you some gospel literature that will make the way plain. That number again is 888-535-2300. Thanks for joining us today, and until we meet again this same time and place next week, Maranatha.
We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the FHSAA, are the 308,000 high school sports students in Florida. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Don't miss the annual Orange County Prayer Breakfast, Thursday, May 18th, at the Sheridan Orlando North in Maitland. Reserve your individual tickets or an entire table now at visionorlando.org. Visionorlando.org. Hi, Blue Book Service Center is where for 47 years our customers have come to save big. Quality repair work, lowest labor rate, great park pricing. Call us at 407-321-0741. But hurry, appointments suggested. Take the word with you wherever you go with our mobile app, thewordorlando.com. Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and odyssey.com. AM 990 and FM 101.5. The Word. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit, because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me, and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the FHSAA and the Florida Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Have you noticed bad behavior has become normalized at interscholastic athletic events? Some fans seem angry. They lack civility toward one another. Some even get aggressive and unruly. Time out! What is going on? This has to stop. Let's not forget, school sports aren't just about winning. And they're definitely not an excuse to take your frustrations out on the official or the opponent. 
They're about teaching lessons like perseverance, respect, and empathy so students can learn and grow as people, not just as players. We all have a role to play in setting a good example for our students and teaching them these important values. So fans, it's time to step up your game and behave positively at Interscholastic Athletic Events in Florida. This message presented by the FHSAA and the Florida Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. A bigger and stronger voice for God's Word is now here. 50,000 watts. AM 990 and FM 101.5. The Word. WTLN Orlando, where faith comes by hearing. Portions of this broadcast hour are pre-recorded. Make It Clear Ministries has sponsored this Make It Clear broadcast. Are you looking for truth from God's Word that you can understand and apply to your life? You'll find it today on Make It Clear with Dr. Stan Pons, Bible teacher and president of Clarity Christian College, formerly known as Florida Bible College. Listen now as Stan makes it clear. You know, it's interesting how in Scripture they have names for the Lord. And those of you that are a little bit more knowledgeable in the Word, you'll know that there's different names will depict a different aspect about God. And so it's neat to know the names because each... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 